Well, hello out there on this, I'm not sure what I should call this, a Sunday. It's not a beautiful, beautiful Sunday, but it's a Sunday. And right now, it's really shiny here at the station, but up north, when you look through the window, it looks very black, very dark. So I don't know what's going on out there. So hopefully everything's okay. The wind must have really picked up last night because it kind of took my my uh, plastic round table I've had forever and threw it across the the driveway, the basketball court, and broke it. <laughs> and then but all my chairs went too, but none of my chairs broke, so that was good. But anyway, so this week is uh, a lot of different things. Everything's doing fine. Uh, chickens are doing fine. Uh, whatever you call it, my new cat, technically, uh, Sally. Uh, now she's out with the other cats, and she's actually loving life. So she's uh, now that she's fixed and up and going, and now she can start becoming a real barn cat, hopefully. But so I would, I just was worried that she'd run away because she's kind of spooky, but she's getting better. So it's going to work good. So hopefully you got a lot of questions for us. So you can, and today must be the last Sunday of the month because Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet is here. So hopefully you got some vet questions you've been sitting on, whereas maybe, you know, what your conventional vet is doing. Maybe you want a holistic side, uh, some suggestions or whatever type thing. And today we're going to be talking with Dr. Jess about anxiety, anxiety in dogs, because it's becoming huge separation anxiety, just overall anxiety. And then some of the pills that we, uh, uh, humans are, are giving uh, the dogs, you know, what are some maybe better options or other ways to deal with this anxiety? It seems like, you know, more and more people are on pills <laughs> and now all of a sudden our dogs and our animals are becoming on pills. And so, so what, what's the better way to deal with it? What is out there? What are, what are some of the pros, the cons? Um, as far as what, you, what you're giving your dogs. So hopefully you got some questions. If you do, give a holler, 651-641-1071. So let's welcome Dr. Jessica Levy. Hi there, Dr. Jess. How you doing? Hello, hello. Uh-huh. So how's how's life? I didn't know you got another cat. Uh, well, I've had Sally. Silly Sally. Sally. Sally Lee. Sally Lee. Sally, Sally Lee. Sally Lee. I've been going between Sally Joe and Sally Lee. I haven't made up my mind yet. But anyway, Sally. Yeah, no, I had her. She was came as a feral. Oh. And uh, it took uh, four weeks for me to even see her because I put her in the school because oh, wow. I knew she was a good girl, a girl because she had uh, she's a calico, real pretty mm-hmm. calico. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, yeah, so then uh, just when I was about ready to throw in the towel, just opened the door and say, you know what, you're on your own. Then I started seeing her, and by, finally got her fixed last week, and now now she's in a member of the cat society out there. So oh, cool. figure she's maybe about what seven months, something like that. Pretty cat, mostly so white. So how many cats do you have now? Three. Oh, that's it. That's three. Okay. So that's fine. We got little Walter. We got Frank the killing machine. <laughs> Frank is bringing old rabbits like bigger than him. I don't know how he's catching them. He got a squirrel, a black squirrel the other day. And oh, then gophers like left him. That's a good thing. Will was really happy to see them gophers come dragging up the driveway. <laughs> so it's pretty good. But anyway, so what do you, what's your thoughts on anxiety? Where should we start with the anxiety thing? Well, I think, um, you know, one thing is that a lot of people perceive their dogs as having anxiety, but some dog behaviors are perfectly normal. And so uh, dogs do bark at things that go by. Yep. And dogs do want to alert you to, you know, every time your neighbors leave their home, that's something that you need to be informed about. When leaves blow down the driveway, you need to know about this. Uh, If the neighbor's cat is seen walking across the edge of your yard. Your dog needs to tell you about it. So a lot of these things are kind of normal dog behaviors. Like it's normal. If there's a big crack of thunder, the dogs will bark at it. Mm -hmm. My dogs are set off by um, 
small airplanes going overhead. Oh, really? Yes, we have a small airplane warning system because they hear the airplanes before we do. (laughs) Or sirens going by on the main road. Okay. Your dogs, you know, they just want you to know about these things. And so, you know, your, your dog is not a stuffed animal. And so it would be abnormal if your dog laid on the couch and never moved and never made a sound when there was all sorts of excitement going on outside. Uh-huh. Um, their hearing is better than ours. Their sense of smell, of course, is a gazillion times better than ours. And so even when they're out in the yard, they hear all kinds of things that we don't hear and right. smell all kinds of exciting things that we don't smell. And they want to tell you about them. So especially, you know, when people live on a house with a, like, you know, the sidewalks outside or a walking path yep. that goes by. Yep. Yes, yes, it's going to be difficult. Yes, it is, it <laughs> is. So your dog is going to run to the window and bark when things go by because that's what, I always feel like that's kind of what dogs do. Yeah. Um, you know, they're in, in like a normal dog life. If your dogs were living outside in the wild, it would be no end of excitement. Yeah. Every moment would be full of something. There would be things to pee on and dead things to roll in and they could... Uh, spar with each other and then they would go hunt something and then they would roll in that and then Mm. and instead you know living with humans there's long quiet moments boring it's called boring (laughs) we are boring yeah whereas yeah when you hear the garbage truck go by or whatever yeah and so uh, and that's normal for them to bark but then like i said they don't need to insist that you know bark 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 that they can quiet, you know, when you say the right. word quiet, they yes. will quiet. So that's yes. ma- that's teaching manners. Yeah, and you, you can communicate with your dogs. But, you know, but I think a lot of people get dogs and don't understand that these are normal dog behaviors. Right. And so then next thing you know, the dogs are getting medicated. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the drugs that are used, the all the, all the you know, antipsychotic kind of drugs that are used in humans get used in dogs. Um, and we don't know a lot about how they work in dogs. You know, in humans, they have all kinds of wacky side effects. Mm-hmm. There are all kinds of withdrawal effects that can happen, like going off of the, the drugs like SSRIs, like Prozac and whatnot, can be quite difficult. It can be hard to get off those drugs. Okay. Now, I realize that when when most doctors put patients on a medication, they're not anticipating that the patient will go off the medication. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Dogs are put on these drugs for... Just like you people. Know, the, yeah, the assumption is that you're going to give it forever or take it forever. Really? Um, so, so that can be challenging. Like if you think about that, it's not just, you know, using it perhaps as a training tool or as a management tool. You know, you right. might need to think, do I really want to give my dog this drug every day for the rest of their life? Okay, see, I know Prozac's used a lot with dogs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can't, because I, I, I've heard well, this. Not, yeah, but all I'm saying is that there, there are withdrawal effects in humans that mm-hmm. are, that can be quite like severe. Um, that's one of those drugs where they say you might experience uncontrollable movements of the arms and legs. Oh, okay. Dysautonomia. Okay. We don't know what that would look like in a dog or a cat. <laughs> um, you can also have electric bolt, electric jolt shooting feelings in oh, really? your arms and legs. Friend of mine explained how she used to get it in her head whenever she tried to wean herself off of Prozac. Really? So, you know, is that something? What with- would that be like to a dog? Yeah. Is that. I don't even I don't even know if that's fair to do that. Right. Them. Well, I'll be day. So, huh. Yeah, so there's all kinds of wacky things that can happen. And what is most commonly do you uh you as a vet uh that vets put not you, but I mean, you know, conventional well, I, vets I see, I see use what used. Okay. Trazodone is used as a sedative. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of thing that you can give it if there's going to be a thunderstorm or give it before you take the dog to the vet. Okay. I do see a lot of dogs 
um, you know, who have anxiety and that's, you know, the owner's concern is that the dog has anxiety, but where the dog is having anxiety, the dog is having anxiety when going to the vet. Mm-hmm. And so I see a lot of those. Um, like I met a guy who's, he got out of the, out of his car at the vet's office, got out of his car in the parking lot and his dog had a seizure. Whoa. Okay. So what I recommend to people is find a vet who doesn't scare the crap out of your dog. Yeah. <laughs> like literally go someplace else. If you were going to drop your kid off at school and they're going to have a seizure just from getting out of the car in the parking lot, right. maybe you would find a different school for your kid. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of the same thing. Like if the, if the stress is that great, yeah, it's not reasonable, I think, to continue to put them through it. And it's normal for dogs to be terrified at the vet. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, you may perceive that your dog is panting and looks happy and they're wagging their tail. Um, in that book by Brenda Aloff, Canine Body Language, mm-hmm. she has photographs that show the signs of stress. A lot of those dogs are horribly stressed out. Now, a lot of people think that yawning is the dog is bored. Mm-hmm. No, they're stress, they're stress yawning and there's different stress yawns. Yeah, or if they're panting with their mouth wide open that they're kind of smiling and happy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's, those, those dogs are extremely stressed out. And you know, the vet's always involved needles and manhandling right. and, right. you know, um, I, I, I don't know what, I haven't had a vaccine myself in a long time, so I don't know what those things feel like anymore. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely a lot of unpleasant things that go on. And then, you know, then you take an animal like that and you say, well, you know, here as part of the exam, let's check his blood pressure. Yeah. <laughs> That's the same thing with humans. You oh, know, yeah. I, I go to the doctor and, you know, my blood pressure, well, you better sit still for a little while. We'll come back. I'm like, it does it every time. You know, I don't know. Oh, every, you every time I go to the dentist, every time I go to any doctor, like, do you know your blood pressure is elevated? And I always say, you think? Yeah. Of course it is. Yes. Look where I'm at. Look yeah, at my surroundings. I would rather be any place else. Yeah. <laughs> No kidding. Too bad. And you know, someday maybe they'll have built-in blood cr- pressure cuffs at homes, and then you can just phone the office of where you're going, you know. And so you take your blood pressure at home, then it gets sent to the to the doctor's office prior to your arrival, so they can see that you know. Yes, I am not. You know, I I, I, could, I could see how like just the act of having my blood pressure checked would make it go up. What at home? Oh, yeah, because oh, okay. if you're thinking, OK, you know, I'm just going to get this done and then I got to get in the car. You're already in that mode. My blood pressure. Well, you don't have, well, you have to do it just before. <laughs> I mean, you can do like a couple hours or whatever type thing. But but so we're talking anxiety today because so many dogs uh, deal with it. And then and then that creates the owner's anxiety. And then it just kind of snowballs from there. And you got to remember one thing, too. Our dogs mirror us. If we are having, you know, if we think that they're upset, then that upsets them even more because. Uh, and so that's, you know, it's kind of a catch 22 or double edged sword. So we want to try to figure out better ways to deal with the anxieties where I'm also, we're also taking your, we're also taking your calls. So you can please feel free to call us about if your dog has anxiety, what's going on and then what you're doing about it. And then, uh, go from there. So should be time. You bet. Okay. Oops. Where are we at here? Okay. What kind of fish can perform surgery? What kind of fish can perform surgery? Be back. Hello, hello. Thanks for tuning into the Katie Canine Show. All right. What kind of fish can perform surgery? Think about it. Got any ideas? A sturgeon. You got it. That's what I was going to say, it? too. Yeah. Well, what do you say, Carly? What do you think it is? Sturgeon. Yes. Bingo. Both of you is on the... On the ball today, number one, you're one for one. Yes. Yay, maybe today. 
Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, let's grab a phone call. Hey, if you got a call, uh, if you got a question for myself or Dr. Jess, or if you're uh, dealing with anxieties in your dogs, uh, please uh, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's the first caller today? Okay, we have Megan on the line. And Megan has a question about um, she has a new cat and she's just wondering how to help get this cat adjusted to the new environment and okay. everything. So, yeah. Okay, sounds good. Hi, Megan. How you doing? I'm good. How are you, ladies? Good, good. How old is the cat, cat that you got? He is six. Um, years? I got him, yeah, six years old. Um, and I got him about 10 days ago from my local humane society. Well, thank you for um, rescuing. He, oh, no problem. Um, he, I think what they know about him um, was that he was a, maybe a stray for about a month, and then the um, animal control picked him up. Mm-hmm. Or they picked him up about, or I guess I don't know how long he was astray, but he was um, in animal control for about a month, and then he went into the Humane Society system, and it took, I think they got him, like, June, uh, early July, mm-hmm. um, and because he would, um, like, hide and cower in the back of his corner, he I didn't get him, he didn't come home with me until 10 days ago, until he, I want to help him make comfortable and get past being stuck in a little wonderful little cat condo. I know he got good love there, but I uh-huh. just, I want, and he's been using his box. He's been eating well and getting good. You know, good food, like pure Vita. And I think the okay. fact that he was astray has made that whole process a lot easier just because he's not as picky, thankfully. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, <laughs> that's true. He's happy with food, so, but he's using his box. He's eating well. Um, I just want to, I mean, and I know it might take more than 10 days to get, I have him in a room, but I want him to be able to have access to the house. Right. Yeah, don't put the cart before the horse here, because I, we were just talking about my Sally. Sally yeah, Sue. Yeah. I should call her Sally Sue instead of, That's that, a has, name. that has a yeah. better name to it, Sally Sue. But anyway. Oh, whatever you want. Well, I know, but I'm just going to wrestle with, everything should have a middle name. Oh, but anyway, okay. sorry. Okay. What's Gilligan's middle name? <laughs> Mud. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so with Sally, it took me four weeks. Okay. Uh, she was a, a feral, okay? okay. But I, I think somebody actually dropped her off because she wasn't a true feral. She all of a sudden she was like, "Hi!" She wouldn't run from me. But then, um, mm-hmm. so then I threw some food into the school. She went to the school. I shut the door, and I knew that from that point on, that cat had never been in t- inside. Okay, she yeah. was in that school, my school, for th- almost three weeks, and I knew she was in there because she ate mm-hmm. and she used a litter box. Yeah. But I did not see hiding her hair of her. So another okay. thing that what 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 really helped a lot. Now, does he come out? Does he allow you to pick him up and hold him at all? Oh, yeah, and he'll. Um, I mean, he'll sit there, and like I have two chairs in the room where he is right now, and he'll. Like sit there and he'll he wants to be I mean he's purse he's happy good um yeah and I mean it and probably adding to the mix is I do have a dog who's familiar with cats and they're mostly separated but like even today um my pug was in there giving him the eye and there was no there was no hissing okay for, finally oh, nice so, okay um and he he was somebody's um pet because he was um neutered when okay. when he went into the system so mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, so he's he he likes human interaction. It's just that I think he he was so stressed out by this. You oh know, the yes, cats. That he was in. Yeah, cats take change really hard, you know. Yeah. And so you've got to allow them to be more. I would get them more comfortable before you start giving them rain. Now, one thing you got to pay attention to is that people don't think of, and most people's downstairs, the laundry room or whatever. The ducks are, you know, the the ceiling is open, and some cats will yeah. go up and get into that, you know, not the duck work, but the what do they call it? You know, the flooring, yeah, you yeah. know, type thing. So make sure that 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 cat cannot get into that. 
Because otherwise you'll be tearing up flares, floors in your house trying to find the cat. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely, I mean, and I have an, my house is built in 1888, so he's definitely not in the cellar, which, okay. thank you. I mean, I, yeah, we would have problems. I would probably never see him. So. Right, right. And so that's the thing is that, you know, um, you know, keep your dog on a leash. Mm-hmm. So that he okay. can't scare the cat, you know, in case he just yeah. decides to make a beeline for the cat. Okay. And let the cat okay. come out while you sit and watch TV and, you know, kind of mm-hmm. hang out. I'd shut doors okay. to rooms uh, yeah. so that then okay. you're, you're just, you don't want to just open up the, here, here here's the house. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So until he gets more comfortable feeling, then you mm-hmm. can start. But but 10 days is bumpkins getting a new secondhand yeah. cat. Okay. And everybody wants okay. to. Just rush right into it. And mm-hmm. so, no, as long as you can hold him and such like that, that's that's three quarters of the battle right there. Now he's just got to okay. get used to the smells, the sounds, and everything, you know, in your house. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you might want to leave a, a radio on or a TV on in the room that he's in while you're gone. Mm-hmm. Because uh, just like dogs, then it doesn't, it gives them the, uh, they get used to sounds and, and, and noisy and busyness and, and kind of help desensitize them a little bit. Because that's what yeah, I did with I, with Sally is that I left either the okay. TV on or I left the radio on, so that because okay. there was different noises coming from each one, and she was very sound sensitive. She still is, okay. especially like with the mower or the tractor. She just she looks okay. like the bombs coming in. But anyway, so yeah, so if it's only been only ten days and he's that receptive to coming out and sitting with you and such like that, excellent, excellent. And then, like I say, okay. if you want to let him out in the main part of the house, put the dog on a leash so you know he can't scare the cat. Close all the doors so that it's only that the room that he can be in is the ones that you have chosen and then he has the mm-hmm. option to go back to his room type thing okay yeah now you okay. don't have any other cats or anything just the dog right just the dog okay okay yeah so just a mm-hmm. bit jess you have any you need yeah also i would use rescue remedy rescue okay. res- rescue remedy is really handy it's um it's one of the flower remedies and it's a blend yeah. of the five most commonly used flower remedies for stress and anxiety so okay. are you familiar with it I, I've heard you, um, you oh, okay. talk, both of you talking about it. I just, I can't remember where, where can I order it online or? I, I'm sure, and any health food store will have it. So if you just okay. get the, the rescue remedy that's made for humans, it, it will just mm-hmm. say rescue remedy on it as opposed to the pet okay. rescue remedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you just, uh-huh. put, just put a drop in the water bowl every day. So every day when you put out fresh water, just put a drop of rescue remedy in there and that should um, help him adjust as well. Okay. Okay. All right. Any other questions? Um, no, to see. Okay. Yeah, just take your time. Yeah, it sounds like things are going well. Yeah, I think for 10 days, I think he's doing really well. I know people that have gotten cats and they haven't seen them for 10 days. <laughs> yeah, because usually yeah, what I'll no. do, yeah, when I get a new cat, I'll just, you know, put him up in my spare bedroom. Mm-hmm. And that's kind mm-hmm. of the, the new cat hotel. And then you just go in there a few times a day and kind of visit with them. Yep. And, mm-hmm. you know, make sure they're eating and drinking and using mm-hmm. the litter box and all yep. that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, good luck with your new. Right. What's your new pup or new pup or new kitty's number name? Um, I he came with the name Arbor. So if anybody from Carver Scott, he mean yeah, his name now is Tibor, which is a Hungarian boy's name. Oh, so funny. Be responding. Oh, yeah. Oh, sounds good. Yeah, you don't you don't do the here kitty kitty thing, do you? Oh gosh, no! Thank you, thank you. No. It drives me nuts when people, everybody, they'll see my cat here, kitty, kitty. I said, I go and slap him. I said, no, he has a name. That's Frank. That's Walter, mm-hmm. and that's Sally. Yeah. <laughs> All right, kid. Thanks for the call. All right, thank you. <laughs> bye bye. Yes, call the cats by their name, folks. The reason why they come to Kitty Kitty, because that's what you're calling them is Kitty Kitty. <laughs> call them their names and they'll be just fine. So that's that's a big thing. Um, but, uh, oh yeah, rescue remedy. That's good for the cats too. Um, so uh, also too, now some people use um, uh, the Thunder shirts for 
uh, anxiety ridden, not just for thunderstorms and such like that. Oh, yeah. It's like it's like a big uh, hug to a dog. It's supposed to go on like pressure points on them to help calm them. And folks, big hint here, all right, is that I, we've talked about this all summer, but I'm just reiterating that it also helps not just for thunderstorms, for no- nervous dogs uh, that are a little bit jitty when pe- people come over, but have them wear it. Just because, like when you're home hanging around and such like that, you, it doesn't need to be that an incident. You want them to be, be make it feel like it's their blankie, and so that you know, so good things are associated with it. So that then when you do, let's say you know you're having company tonight, well, put it on this morning and he wears it all day. So he's, he's had his blankie and his in his hug all day. So that's the whole thing. If you use it right, most people just throw it on two minutes before the storm, or when people come and they wonder why it doesn't work. So you, you got to use it on a regular basis, you know, so that they feel like it's their blankie. That's a thundership. Okay, what kind of sea creature hates all others? What kind of sea creature hates all others? Be back. All righty then. That would be me, Katie K9. Thanks for joining me this Sunday afternoon, spending spending some of your afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. What kind of sea creature hates all others? Okay, Carly, we'll give you the first jump on this one. Um, I don't know. Okay, what about you, Dr. Jess? Uh, hates all others. Hate all cre- other creatures. A um, crab. Cl- oh, a- she's right. Hermit crab. Hermit crab. Okay. Aww. Hermit crab. I was like, now after you, re- there you go. after you said it again, my brain clicked. There you go. Two for two, guys. Yes. Wow. Oh, two I didn't for get two. It. I did not get that one. Good. That was pretty good. I was like, hate. Hate was the give dead giveaway. There you go. All right. Okay. Let's hit the lines. <laughs> okay. We're gonna talk to Chris. And Chris has a question about a German shepherd that has extreme anxiety. Alrighty then. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Thanks for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling. And how old is your shepherd? She is, she'll be 10 years old next month. Okay. She always had anxieties? No. It just started? Uh, you know, it's been about three years. Three, three years? years ago, she had a, um, a kidney failure, Ooh. and she ended up going into the vet, and they she ended up having to go overnight at an emergency vet, and okay. it seems like it's really escalated, started building since then. Okay. How's her hearing and her eyesight? Are they going away? Are they about the same? What's going on? They're about the same with, um, otherwise she's she's very healthy. Okay, good. Um, yep. Okay. And so whatever, what, primar- go ahead. It's primarily like when she goes to the vet or the groomer, um, riding in the car, mm-hmm. um, the vet actually, the vet and the groomer have said that they recommend that we put her on something because she, they said she's probably just in so much pain because of her anxiety. It's so bad. And they want to medicate her. And so uh, I'm looking okay, for... Okay, wait a minute. How, how is the anxiety painful? Explain that one. Um, psychologically, I think, because she is... Um, you know, she's a very vocal dog, and mm-hmm. she it's like escalates when we take her to the vet. Like, everybody in the whole building can hear her. <laughs> uh-huh. She doesn't settle down during the whole visit. She's got that smile on her face with the heavy panting. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, and it's like that when she goes to the groomer, too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they're just concerned that her anxiety level is so high that, you know, she's just um, psychologically in pain. Mm. Yeah, and so what, what medication are they recommending? Um, you know, Dr. Jess, you mentioned it earlier. I can't remember the name of it. It starts with a T. Yeah. Trazodone. Yeah. Is that Trazodone? Yeah. Okay. Trazodone. Trazodone? Yeah. yeah. It's, and how yeah. does that work for you? You know, or we her. tried it the one time, and um, it really didn't make a difference. Did not? 
No. Okay. 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 Um, well, you could always find a different fat and find a different groomer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've gone to a different groomer and we've um, switched vets. She's, we no longer go to the male vet because she doesn't like male vets. Okay. Um, the female vets that we see at our clinic are just, um, seem to be fantastic. I really like them. Their approach, they're very, even though she's a German shepherd, mm-hmm. they get down on the floor. They're, you know, like the male vet wanted to have her muzzled and wanted me to hold her and all of the restrainer. They're not like that at all. They're very, seem to be very open with her. Mm-hmm. And so how was um, her demeanor? Is it better than at the last one? Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's the same vet place. She's just seeing different doctors. Oh, yeah, I'm just so, seeing a different doctor. Yeah, and oh, so, so she obviously has. Is that where the groomer is as well? No, I actually it was there. So I tried a different groomer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how did that um, go? kind of known for her holistic approach, and she kind of said the same thing. And she said, "Don't let your vet talk you into medicating her. Right, good. But maybe try some essential oils or something." And she didn't really have a lot of recommendations, though. But, but did she perceive your dog as also being anxious there? Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, these are uh, scary experiences for sure. So um, you could definitely give a dose of aconite. Aconite is a homeopathic remedy for fear and terror um, that any health food store will have. How do you spell it? A, C as in cat, O, N as in Nancy, I, T as in Tom, U, M as in Mary. So it's going to say okay. aconitum or aconitum napellus is the full name of the plant that it's made from. Um, so if you go to any health food store, also high V. Is this a remedy or oil? Remedies. Nope, it's homeopathic remedy. Okay, remedy. So health food store, Whole Foods, vitamin shop, high V. Um, okay. And then uh, so they'll have a section of homeopathic remedies all in 30C potency in those little blue vials that are about the size and shape of lipstick tubes yep yep so just get aconite 30c and um i would just treat her right away so i would give her a dose say with three consecutive meals okay how much just two pellets is always a dose morning night morning something like that and then um and then you might need to you know an hour before you get in the car and then right before you get in the car and I would also rescue remedy the dog heavily and rescue remedy the inside of your car. So rescue remedy comes in a dropper. Okay. But I would not use it orally. I wouldn't even take it orally because the alcohol is overpowering to me. So you put a drop, either you could put a drop in your dog's ear, which if shepherds, that's not going to go over well. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so what you do is you put a couple of drops on the palm of your hand, rub your hands together and then pet her face with it. Oh, okay. If you have the rescue remedy spray, it comes in a little pump spray. You could spray yep. your hands and then rub them together and pet her face. You could spray the inside of your car and then, you know, just take it with you into the vet's office and continue applying it, you know, every 10, 15 seconds if you have to. Okay. But the other thing that I would do is I would go to the vet and go to the groomer when nothing is yeah. scheduled. So go there. Walk her through the and just, you know, call them up and say, hey, I want to come when it's quiet there when you guys aren't, you know, having your emergencies and I want to be able to walk her through the building. I'm going to bring treats of my choice, but I would like everybody in the building to give my dog a treat yeah. and okay. just do that on a regular basis because it's like now you need to reconvince her that no, 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 it is a safe place. Good things happen here as well as yeah. bad. Yeah. 
Because if only time, it's just that like, every, good. yeah, it's just like every time you go to the dentist, they drill, they get that drill out. You don't want to go through yeah. that door. <laughs> but if you go in there just to hold a conversation and then be able to walk mm-hmm. out where nothing happens, you know, you, you don't get in that anxiety riddled, you know, type thing. You start thinking it was a, yep. a more pleasant place to be. Right. And so, and that's the same thing with dogs. Uh, and that I, that's what you just said. I strongly recommend go there just when you don't need them, just to say hi and have them toss okay. a treat and then turn around and leave. So all of a sudden the dog is kind of like, uh, what just happened? <laughs> right, right. So they'll breathe a sigh of relief yeah. and kind of get over their fear a little bit. You know, because so many people come in and they say to me, oh, you know, he was always great with the vet until we had him neutered. And I'm like, you think? Yeah. <laughs> that is right up there with alien abduction. Yeah. Like the list of scary things that could happen to you. Yeah. No wonder. Of course dogs have, you know, terrible memories of these things. It's terrifying. Yeah. So no, no, thanks for the suggestion. Okay, another thing too that you might want to look into is CBD oil. Okay. That's be coming to the forefront. I just uh, if you go to my Katie Canine uh, Facebook page, um, you can go to mytalk1071.com, Go to my you know uh, Katie Canine yep. page, and then you can just click on my uh, my Facebook page for Katie Canine. I just posted two articles about CBD oil and hemp oil, and what's the difference between the two? And anxiety and CBD. A lot of people are having trouble, are having you know good luck with. Uh, the, the, you know, with the CBD oil, but you got to learn about it because you got to get it, you know, right as far as there's a lot of it on the market, but you know, what is the better ones and, and, and mm-hmm. what are the fake ones and such like that. And sure. so, uh, so you, but I, I posted two articles on my Facebook, Katie Canine Facebook page. So check those, read them both. And one's about hemp oil, one's about CBD oil. And it's from dogsnaturallymagazine.com. And anyway, okay. so read that. And then, like I say, because there's, there's a lot, you know, you might have to, the neat thing about a lot of this, you can just use them together, can't you, Dr. Jess? One won't hurt the other or contradict the other. I doubt it, but yeah. who, who knows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Okay, Kato, take care. Yep, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, so go to my show page, Katie K9. Uh, 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 go to mytalk1071.com. Go to my Katie K9 uh, show page. And then you can uh, get onto my website. You can click on my Facebook. You can click on for Nutrisource. You can, uh, all the, uh, for a Northwest Wisconsin veterinary low cost to spay and neutering and just overall wellness uh, low cost. You can get, get that all on my show page. So check that out. But see, now that that's another thing too is, you know, the, the big thing is the hemp oil and the CBD oil. And, you know, so I've been reading more about it. And then, you know, like I said, I posted two articles on my Facebook page from Dogs Naturally Magazine. And they made, a lot of people think it's one of the same. CBD oil and hemp oil are the same, and they're not. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at me like, huh? No, 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 I'm listening to <laughs> okay, you. Okay, okay. But anyway, so the CBD oil, that comes from the stock and leaves and bud of the hemp plant. And it's for pain, inflammation, anxiety, and seizures. Okay, then the hemp or hemp seed comes from the seed of the hemp plant and is is a nutritional supplement, you know, for, you know, allergies, arthritis, IBS. I did not realize that they're supposed to help with IBS. Um, and the irritable bowel syndrome, for those that don't know that. Uh, heart disease, diabetes, liver and kidney disease, and then uh, possibly cancer. Remember, this is, it's good for omega-3s and 6s, too. Uh, so that, you know, it's a lot of people, you know, like with the heavy uh, metal content, you know, in some of the fish oils and such like that on a regular basis. Right, but, I, might I, be another yeah, but I, I still think it's hard to know how well plant boy 
plant-based oils are going to be absorbed in a dog. Dog, okay. Well, I know flaxseed, they said now that it is not as well absorbed into the dog system. Oh, when did somebody finally figure that they out? Don't, I don't know. Well, I we've was, known that forever today. People can't even absorb that stuff. Yep. And so, uh, but that used to be the big tout for both humans and oh, the sure, flaxseed. Sure. Yep, 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 yep. And the flaxseed so industry. Yep. Right. And I know that, that this is brand new, you know, and everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon. And so the big thing is, is that what you got for the animals, that you have to make sure that the, um, uh, the, what is it, THC is uh, less than 0.03%. 0.03% is what, and it's independently tested and it's organic and, and then how it's processed also makes a big difference. Right, but if it had THC in it, wouldn't it be a prescription product? Yeah, well, well, that's the thing. But see, that's what people got to, you know, check it out. They got to mm. know what to look for. I so. think I think with things like anxiety, I mm-hmm. would... Yeah, I would rather like treat the cause, treat the issue, uh, versus using uh, whether it's a pill or a drop right. to manage it. Okay, you know because those kinds of things usually with anxiety, there's really something that you can do about it versus right. you know use this medication for the rest of your life kind of thing. Right, and see, there's some dogs that are just nervous Nellies, and no matter what situation, oh, sure. there's ton- yeah, I have one of them. Right, and so the big thing with that, I'll say to you folks that so we're going to address that when we get back from break. <laughs> Okay, let's see what else we got in here. In a little bag of tricks here. Okay, what kind of seafood tastes great with peanut butter? What kind of seafood tastes great with peanut butter? We'll be back. Hi, thank you for staying with the Katie K9 show. I'm here every Sunday answering your K9 questions, occasional feline questions from four to six. And check out my show page at mytalk1071.com and um, uh, then go to my Facebook page. I'm always posting stuff. You know, funny stuff so you can laugh and then some educational stuff for your dogs and cats. All right. Well, what kind of seafood tastes great with peanut butter? Carly. Jellyfish. Very good. Yes. No, that was my answer too. Three for three. <laughs> yes. Boy, this is a red letter day here. It is. But now I'm nervous because I feel like the next few are going to be like, <laughs> I'm not going to get. Maybe I'll get one of them. Okay. Okay. okay yeah. Okay. It no. Could happen. Hopefully, though. Yeah. No. Like I said, I'm. I'm just going. I'm not. You know. I'm just going down the page. Yes. And so. Anyway, so I'm not just selecting. Okay, and then what I said, you know, when we went to break, uh, we'll come back and I'll explain. And now I forgot what I was going to explain. Carly, do you remember? <laughs> do you remember what I was going to say? When I come back, I'll explain. Well, I you turn- were talking about hemp and CBD oil. I think the difference between them? No. Oh, no. We talked about Where that. did yeah. that? I totally spaced out. I don't know why. I was thinking. I was, was like, I was on the phone. Yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. I, she's not responsible yeah. for this. Yeah. One, <laughs> you're on your own. Yeah, sorry about that one. Yeah, I should have wrote it down. I get to talking about other things, and you know, I have a real good memory, but it's very short. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll think about it and then come back to it. So in the meantime, let's answer some questions on the line. Okay, uh, we have Renee on the line, and Renee has a question about giving her dog more freedom. Okay, sounds good. Hey, Renee, how you doing? Hey, Katie, how are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper do you got? Uh, actually, we were at Atlas when you were at Atlas, and I had that brown dog, Thor, that was oh, not Thor, walking yep. on the car. Co- yep. So, first of all, I wanted to tell you that collar works awesome. Yay! That She's talking about it, a Starmark collar. It, it, it's, he's a totally different dog when I walk him. But now our problem is, is we have an older dog. I don't know if he was, he was there the German Shepherd Husky, and he kind of gets the run of the house, like when we're at work or go grocery shopping or whatever. Now, when do we introduce Thor into that? Because he's still, like, 
a year. He still got a, like what you call a mush brain. Oh yeah, puppy so he mush still brain. Still chews on stuff. And we just feel bad that we have to lock him up in his kennel, and then the other ones out. Well, you know what? Don't feel bad. At least when you open that door, you still like your dog, and you don't have to go take out a loan to repair everything that the dog destroyed, <laughs> and to take him to the vet and save his life for what he ate. Everybody's in too big a hurry to get the dogs to be free in the house. And this is a mental problem that most owners have. They feel that their dog is in a jail all day. No. If you, if you, you know, a lot of people put what those uh, cameras up. Okay. You know, those cameras. And then what do the dogs do all day? Most of the time, they're just sleeping most of the day, waiting for, you know, like, oh, la, la, da, da, da. But if you got a puppy, then they 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 sleep for a little while, but then all of a sudden it's like, hey, let's check this out. Hey, let's check that out. I never trust a dog alone in the house without me for any length of time under two, two and a half years old. All right. Because I want to get them so used to just being, you know, taking just, you know, hanging out. Instead of, because once they start chewing and messing up and you give them that opportunity, then all of a sudden become they become more destructive and more destructive because they know how to do it, okay? So if you don't give them the opportunity, then they grow up without that little, you know, uh, segue that, or piece of life that they were, that somebody gave them the opportunity to do, to destroy it. So don't. So like I say, I don't be in a hurry and don't feel bad for him. Always leave a TV on or a radio on so he's got something to listen to or whatever. He's not in the kennel going, oh, look, they get to be out of the kennel, but I don't. Oh, I don't like my mom and dad. No, they don't think like that. That's a human putting words in a dog's head, all right? And so he's a contained. He's doing okay. You love him when you come home because he hasn't destroyed your house, okay? So just be happy with that. And he's got a lot of energy. I shudder to think what he could do to a house when you're gone. And so that's why I would, don't worry about Thor. He's just fine in his kennel. And, and I'll be right. Just wait till he's about a year, two, I mean, two years. And then when you start, what you're going to do is just do baby steps. You let him out of the kennel. When you're maybe just going over to the neighbor to talk for 10 minutes and then come back. All right. And then maybe try it for a half hour and then maybe an hour. Build. Do not just open the gate and say, okay, you're on your own. That will bite you in the butt. All right. So you want to slowly give him, you know, more, more time out of the kennel and more, you know, while you're not around. And then he's going to earn his wings to be free in the house. But right now, and like I said, one dog's a dog, two dogs is a pack. And two dogs can think of a lot of stuff to do wrong. <laughs> so, right, right. Okay. So, so that's more my feelings than it is his. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like I said, just don't, yeah, no, he's not thinking that way at all. He's, if he's comfortable in his kennel, he's not trying to rip apart or, you know, having anxieties in the kennel. Hey, just, you know, he likes his kennel. Just leave him be. Because now, like I say, he's safer. Your house is safer and everybody's happy. Okay. okay. So don't feel bad. All right. All right. And I'm glad that Thor is walking on a, a leash now. I know he really snapped to attention when we put that on. That was really good. <laughs> so yeah. I'm glad you I will. That. I've talked to people about it and said, hey, Hitty Canine yeah, says, use go. this collar. Yeah. Mary, don't pull. Give it a pop. Don't pull. Yep. Give it a pop. Yep. No, he's a cool dog. Thor was a very cool dog. But yeah, just don't, don't, don't go there. Get your head out of that situation. Just say, hey, Thor's in his bedroom. You know, don't call it a kennel. Don't call it a crate. Say, hey, Thor's is in the bedroom. All right. Okay. Okay, kid. Anything else? All right. No, thank you. Have a grand day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye.
Yeah, people are just so in a hurry to speak, talk about anxieties. And so right. what people don't think of, that a dog is a denning animal. They, you know, they, they feel safe and secure in their den. And so, and then when you give them run of the house, this becomes their den. And, and some dogs get overwhelmed that they have to take care of this whole house. And it's like, oh my God, what was that noise? And what was this? Oh goodness, what was this? Oh my, and then that starts anxieties because, and where they were perfectly content and happy to be in their crate because everybody is copacetic, you know, Right. Yeah, and so and everything is where it should be, and he doesn't have that feeling that he has to take care of this whole house. Right. And that's why things get chewed up sometimes. You know, people are like, oh, my God, he's never chewed up anything before. Yeah, but you know what? You're, the stuff that you handle smells like you. Yeah. That's why dogs chew up the remote. That's why dogs chew, chew up, up glasses. Shoes because, yeah, that's and why we, they eat yeah. your underwear, because it smells like you. Used and they, underwear. Of Use course. bras. <laughs> of course. Because, Use- yeah, because, you know, they they start to feel alone, and then... It creeps them out a little yep. bit, and then they kind of go looking for where your scent is strong. Yep. And usually so. it's always the last things you touch before you left is the ones that that gets beat up. Like if you just mm-hmm. like put your hand on a couch, you come home, and that if you would think about well, as you left, mm-hmm. that your hand was you either maybe straightened out a pillow or something, that was where your scent is the heaviest last. One thing I didn't even think of is smartphones. You know how everybody's got smart, you know, the smartphones always on them? I didn't even think about that, you know, how heavy your scent is on the smartphones. And oh, yeah. I guess smartphones have been a... Uh, a cuisine for some dogs. <laughs> Delicious. Yeah, no kidding. That's craziness. Oh, well. So, go ahead. Oh, the, the other thing I was going to say is that, um, you know, when when people are anxious and, you know, if your behavior is feeding the dog's behavior or if the dog's anxiety makes you anxious or you if you find that you're, you know, emotionally amping up when the dog is doing its anxious right. behavior, then, so a couple things. One is, you need to calm down. Yes. Go opposite the dog. So you have to get control of your own emotions and get control of your own mental state. And so that's where um, that book, uh, Calming Signals, yep. comes in By very handy. Goss. Yes. The, the Norwegian lady whose name we cannot pronounce. Yes. Because that book shows you in photos, and it's not a very long book, it shows you things that you can do to demonstrate to your dog that it's okay to be calm now. Um, yep. So, I tell that tell it to everybody. I'd go opposite the dog. If the dog is wigging out, don't start screaming at him and give him corrections and such like that. You mm-hmm. just got to go. I just talk very calm, very steady. Hey, hey, to settle. Just right. And then the other thing is settle. that what we forget is to reward our dogs when they're doing what we want. Yes. And a lot of times, what we actually want is for the dog to lie quietly, either by our side or at our feet. So we reward the dog for. You know, if the dog is anxious, we interact with it. Right. If the dog is barking, we tell it, no, 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 bad dog. If the, You know, and it's like those are the times that we reward the dog by interacting with it. And then when the dog settles and lays on their side, takes a deep breath and relaxes, then we ignore the dog, which yeah. is the dumbest thing yeah. ever. Because yeah. that's when you have to remember to say... Oh, very good boy. nice. Very Here's nice. a treat. Yep. And then, of course, your dog is going to jump to its feet and say, "What happened? What happened?" Yeah, yeah. But 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 they catch on. Yeah. Well, but see, pray. See, a lot of people are trying to. Um, they're they're they're. It's okay. They're patting and stroking the dog, and the dog doesn't. Dogs don't console each other. Right. That's a human emotion. Console. True, you know, cons- consoling. And so, by patting and stroking the dog when he's acting like that, what's happening in our mind? We're trying to say, "Hey, it's okay." The dog doesn't understand our verbiage. Okay. They do understand our touch. Say, "Hey, what?" 
when they, you pet me, I'm doing well. So apparently I must be reacting correctly. So I am. So it's, it's, but yeah. by, you can steady your dog with your voice. You know, whereas just settle, just settle. You can do it. Yeah. Or and, you, or you can tease them. I have a picture of my little dog Chico hiding in the cat litter box. Oh, gee, many Christmas. <laughs> During a storm. Oh, gee, many Christmas. <laughs> I mind you see it for the bathtub. But anyway, so that's, that's what I mean, folks, is that you've got it when you got any kind of anxiety, what's the trigger? And what? Look at what you do, and then, like I said, if you need to talk to, uh, but don't. The last thing you need to run for is the drugs. But all right, okay, where am I at? What is the best way to communicate with a fish? What is the best way to communicate with a fish? Be back. If you own a small to medium-sized business that kept employees on payroll through COVID, you may have a big cash refund waiting for you. The employee retention credit is a tax credit of up to twenty-six thousand dollars per employee. And now, more businesses than ever qualify. The experts at RefundsPro.com specialize in cutting through the red tape of qualifying for this government program. Most of their refunds are over $100,000. Even businesses that have received PPP funds may be eligible. And there are absolutely no fees unless you receive a refund. So there's no reason not to apply. If your business experienced shutdowns, limited capacity, supply chain challenges, or reduced revenue due to COVID, you likely qualify. RefundsPro.com has already helped hundreds of businesses. So don't lose the refund you're owed by missing the deadline. Get started today with a free 5-minute questionnaire at RefundsPro.com. That's Refunds with an S, Pro.com.